Good God. Imagine, if you can, waking up well before the crack of dawn to go outside, mm-hmm. get down on your knees, and pick cotton with your family. Y- yes. Imagine I- finishing I- that long day's work and then not be paid a dime for it. Oh, God. Yeah. Not one rent cent. What would the American dream mean to you <laughs> if you was tied by debt to land you didn't President, own, having Bush. to work that soil year after year for the yield to never be enough for you to break even? Talk I, about let it. Let alone can, profit. Mm, oh, listen, oh, oh, what would we, the word equality mean if you were spit on by people in cars while you would, and your siblings mm, walked to school down dirt roads? Yes, that would be <laughs> Thankful that at least they didn't try to, to hit you with the car this time. Uh, you don't want to end up like oh. your friend did. Because his dog still goes to the spot where they killed him. Oh, not the dog. What's justice? Let me, if no. you was a young girl having to defend yourself and your sister with a shotgun to keep from being violated by a man who worked in the justice system. Wow. wow. And you vowed wow. never to tell because both of you knew you had to protect your father from himself. Woo. Okay. Stay with oh. me. Stay with me now. I'm just getting warmed up. Imagine taking your infant to the doctor on a trip down south in the late 80s and realizing that the door you entered and exited from was different than your white counterpart. Oh, I, I, I can't imagine. And finding out the can. doctors who were supposed to be helping your son with his mental illness were doing experiments on yes, sir, yes, procedures sir. that was outlawed. I mean, yes, I, I, you know, I, I, these aren't the experiences of people who I read about. They are the experiences of the people who raised me, who raised me, who raised me. Got wits and duty? Yeah. You talking about anything anything new? No, just just the same old, same old. The past. Well, keep an eye on him. Oh, I'm gonna go out for lunch in about 15 minutes. Alright. Well, I think he's gonna be heading over to a speaking event somewhere near Charleston today, so. But, uh, yeah. I got an eye on him. Good, good. Check in with me later on, alright? Who's this? <laughs> this is Barack. What? Whoa, brother. Evening, evening. What's going on? How are you? How'd you... Wow. Everything's good. I was, I was calling because you and Miss Griggs ran a very fascinating campaign. Well, thank you, man. I uh, I appreciate that. Thank you, man. That means a lot uh, to hear from someone who ran one of the greatest campaigns in history. Two. Two of the... Excuse me. Michelle, your cherry butter's here. Tell Tell Michelle I, I said hey by the way I I, I love you both. Will do, will do. Have you read her book? Uh, it's on the list. I'm gonna, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm becoming. Yeah, I'm, it's on the list, brother. Right. Yeah. I'll let her know you're gonna read it. I'll tell her to send you a signed copy. How's that? That's that's great. That's great. Um, you know, I I voted for you both times, man. You know. <laughs> Two times to the finals. Two championships. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am from Chicago. I try to do a three beat, but we can't we can't run three times. Hey, I probably would have voted you voted for you that third time too, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, I noticed in your campaign that uh, in one of your speeches, you, you said something about hope. Something like. We didn't get there because we hoped. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, it was it was more so. Well, hope is very important to me and to my legacy. The American people and the pursuit of one's hopes is what this is all about. Excuse me, a liar. 
No, no problem, man. I, you know, I sometimes forget your, you know, father and everything, man. You know, and, and she's grown, you know, I try to tell her all the time. Represent herself well, you know. But it's, it's hope. I was talking about hope. Yeah, yeah. How it brings people together. Instead of dividing them, we have more in common than we realize. Well, who's divided? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to unite. I agree with that. Hopes and dreams are important, especially the audacious ones, <laughs> uh, such as hope for economic justice or the, um, the, the, the dream for equal protection under the law. Just make sure you understand that while you are indeed a black person, you are not just the president of black people. There isn't a black America. There isn't a white America. There's only the United States of America. I think your rhetoric could stand to reflect that a little more. Well, I hear you, Mr. President. I do. I do. And and I wouldn't even be here without you, man. You know, you showed me uh, a beautiful black family in the White House. But the same way you were true to you, you know, I got to be true to me. My tenure, my, my, my tenure will be different in tone. But in the context of America, that's a luxury I wouldn't even have if it weren't for what you and Michelle exemplified, which was tremendous dignity. Well, brother, I'm already at a head start because, uh, because I, you know, I'm bald right now. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> but uh, I hear you loud and clear, man. And um, listen, I, I always wanted to say this. I always said if I ever spoke to you or, or met you, that I would thank you dearly for that income-driven re- repayment plan. That shit was clutch, man. <laughs> that held me down. All right. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I appreciate you, Mr. President. Hey, call me Barry. All right, all right. Uh, would you mind if I save this number in my phone? Save this number. I'm here to be a listening ear. You're going to need it. And uh, if you ever need any advice, yes. I'll lend it where I can. Okay, thanks, man. And, and again, tell Michelle um, I said hey. Tell the kids I said hey. Boom, and um, thanks for giving me a call, man. I, I appreciate it. Will do. Boom, boom. Obama out. <laughs> Obama out. <laughs> boom, boom. Peace, brother. What? <laughs> Obama. How you get my number? We'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be, we'll be right. Stay tuned. Beauty is radical. Self-care is radical. In working in store and with my clients over the past 10 years, people tend to have a high expectation of what they should look like or how their skin should be. And I always tell them, don't be so hard on yourself. You see Instagram, social media, nine times out of 10, you're admiring a filter. But my love, the beauty chaperone is here to tell you that comparison is the thief of joy. I'm Courtney Nicole, founder of The Beauty Chaperone. As a licensed esthetician and beauty educator with a decade of experience, I spent hundreds of hours researching skincare ingredients, brands, and perfecting my makeup application technique. Together, we will transform your skincare or beauty routine to not only meet your skincare goals, but develop an aspect of mindfulness and connectedness while practicing your beauty ritual. Being intentional about how you show up in the world is radical. Visit thebeautychaperone.com to start your renewed skincare journey today. Together is a beautiful place to be. Hey y'all, I hope you are enjoying Black Prezi. Trust me, you have so much in store for you. My name is Chanel. 
aka miss poetic aka nelly nell aka the girl who wrote this was her aka the future <laughs> but no i just wanted to come to you and give you a little quick testimony i want to just shine some light on this whole pandemic it is very serious guys i mean i know a lot of us have been doing what we need to do and for the people who are just now getting on track i need y'all to stay on track this is very important i know a lot of us want to go get our hair and makeup done and uh where i work we could do it for you but you just won't be allowed to see it because i work for a funeral home y'all and during this pandemic when it started it was so crazy i mean packed with bodies of people who died due to this 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 horrible virus and um we just got to do a better job of taking care of ourselves and taking care of our families um i just want to shout out bragg funeral home i want to give a special shout out to mr carney p bragg jr and the entire staff there for holding it down i am not a first responder but i was so honored to be a part of a team where we are the last responders okay and being a last responder is not something that we want i have seen so many families be torn apart because a lot of them can't say goodbye to their loved ones because it was all these restrictions you have to have a 30 minute service and it couldn't be more than 10 people at one point and it was just really sad to see it and working there during this time it made me kind of help myself in my own personal development like dealing with this depression and suicide thoughts i i didn't have time to think about hurting myself when i seen what this was doing to families it made me strong it made me want to live again it made me want to go out there and fight for my life and fight for other people's lives too so keep your mask on guys mask up mask up let's all do what we have to do so we can get through this together and help each other out stay safe Boom, boom. Thank you, thank you. Boom, boom. You still here. Boom, boom. Back to the show now. Boom, boom. Back to the show. Mr. President-elect, hello, Lansing. Hey, hey, hey. You busy? I need to discuss the itinerary for tomorrow. What's the password? Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, Not Nia? Nope. Or, um, not Imani. Nope. No, uh, okay, um... It's the long one. Yep. That starts with a K. You got it. You I know this. I know this. You close. Coogee. 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 Um, Coogee. 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 Chocolate. That's why you my chief of staff, sis. Come on in, Joe. Self-determination, <laughs> right? Self-determination. Ding, ding. You just earned 100 Kwanzaa coins. Linda, what's this? Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Linda, you gotta stop reading these. I don't know who this, these sick people are that send these death threats all day. Yeah, that's the issue. We don't know who they are. They could be anybody. How did they find out about my mother's new address? My sister got fired from her job suddenly in Texas, and they just promoted her. Yes. Entire family has been given security detail. God didn't bring us this far, right? Right, right, right. I'm bothered that they would even need security detail, but you're right. As usual, I hear you. How are you? I feel like you're the one doing the hard work. Yes. All right, let's go over the schedule for tomorrow. Let's do it. So we're set to arrive at the White House around 8 a.m. for a photo op with the outgoing family. Okay, let's make that quick. Then we will be escorted in the motorcade to Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. T.D. Jakes just informed that he will be there to do the prayer, by the way. Okay, okay. And if you want to turn that prayer into a sermon, by all means. Hey! Oh, did my mask that says reparations on it come in? Yes. Dope design, actually. Oh, and Jill Scott said she would love to do the national anthem. And Anthony Hamilton and the Hamiltones will be doing Lift Every Voice and Sing. Is Jill single? Stop it. 
Operation First Lady is in full effect, okay? Moving on. <laughs> Your mother would love to hold the Bible while you take the oath. Mama. Oh, that's so sweet. So after the swearing in, we are doing a series of photo ops. Photo ops? I'm going to be hungry by then. Can we photo op our asses by a D-City smokehouse or something? You know my metabolism fast. I thought you were going vegan. Next week. You made a public pledge during the campaign, remember? I remember. Just let me get acclimated this week, and next week I'll get on my kale and chia seed vibe, okay? I'm just saying, part of your platform was the Make America Healthy Again slogan, so people are going to be looking at you. Optics, boo, optics, I optics. know, well, I said a lot of shit during the campaign that will not be coming to fruition, so, you know. I'm not <laughs> talking about the Trojan horse phase. I'm talking about the post-campaign campaign. I know, I know. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'll get it together, I'll get it together. All right, now. After that, we've got the inaugural ball at the convention center. Really? Mm-hmm. After the spike in corona we just had? How are they going to do a damn ball? Attendance is super limited. Only 200 people on the guest list. Strict entrance guidelines. Temperatures will be taken. Mandatory masks. Um, seating is spread out. And technically, it will be in a heated outdoor area what? of the center. I don't know, child. I'm just a messenger. All that for a party. Imagine if they had put that much thought into safety this time last year. Tell me about it. And then after that, we will head to the White House. You got your bags packed. What for? To move, Negro. Where? To the White House. Who said I plan on moving in the White House? This guy's a trip. (laughs) Good God! This episode of Black Prezi is dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. He once said, I don't know what your future is, but if you are willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, The one with more failures at first than successes. The one that's ultimately proven to have more victory, more glory. Then you will not regret it. This is your time. Rest in power, King. Till we meet again.